0: Face for Radio is available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at our website, ecoplexmedia.com, where you can find links to all of the sources and music used in this program. While you're there, you can check out our other great shows, Local Love and the Plex, and make sure to click the support tab to find out all the ways you can easily support Echoplex Media. And now, on with the show. Good evening, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on Face for Radio. My name is Randall Aubrey. We got a little bit of a panel shakeup tonight because our lovely hetero life mate Harrison is off, uh, as he so eloquently put it, <laughs> drinking and whoring in the UK. Oh, uh, that's so, so, sitting in for him is the one, the only, the lovely, the Chip Deville. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? I uh, thank you so much for joining us, Chip. I'm really excited to have <laughs> you here. i are having a great excited. time. I got to just like
1: I just happened to drop by the last show. Just kind of, I was like, hey, it's Harrison's last. This radio for it goes. I'm just gonna drop in and sit in the peanut gallery. And I got to like sit in on the show. It was a lot of fun i'm really excited because you know <laughs> being on the plex is cool but like this is kind of a little bit more my wheelhouse
0: so. right right no it's, it's it's super dope i'm really yeah. stoked to hear also joining us is the viking
2: hi everyone the lady viking is here
0: and just joining us now like a fucking force in nature is the sarah monster
2: i made it fucking finally
0: <laughs> i know right you came in like a wrecking ball and i love you for it
3: i came directly <laughs> from work i was like i gotta go i gotta
4: go
0: <laughs> so we're gonna get going with this shenanigans in just a couple of minutes but We're gonna play you The Facebook radio theme song Somebody call the doctor By Kat Robichaux And the Darling Misfits One Two Three It's an amazing Usual we're going to open up with a little bit of news Of the empire and I Am so excited dun, dun, So dun, fucking dun, excited dun, To dun, announce dun, to you dun, that dun. the brand new Official rogue one Trailer came out today approximately One hour before showtime like an hour And 13 minutes ago yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Precise> <laughs> about. One, one hour about.
0: 13 minutes and counting The official rogue one trailer just Dropped during the olympic games and holy Fucking shit is it mind-blowing i'm gonna oh, yeah. have to
3: watch it a couple more times
0: yeah, yeah I, I i've it watched a lot it to
3: take in
1: everybody's gonna already start like making their predictions just watch like go down your facebook's and your twitter's tomorrow
0: everybody's gonna have like predictions and like how exactly the movie's gonna go it's gonna be hilarious there's gonna be literally a gazillion articles about this <laughs> there was a point where i tried to watch it when uh when chip and the viking got here and i was trying to throw it up on my laptop and when i put it on youtube it literally would not start (laughs) that is the first time i've ever had a youtube stall i think there were that many people (laughs) watching the trailer because it was about a half an hour after it dropped so i noticed it on
1: my facebook right before i came here and it it had been up star wars had just posted it like 13 minutes before i saw it yeah already at like 444k (laughs) something like that people had already seen it and then, right. like, there was a bunch... And, like, 32,000 shares already. I'm just like, shit, man. Yeah, no, no I wish time flat. I was flat. as popular as Star Wars. <laughs> so, like, go hella viral.
2: The trailer was awesome. We got to see some locations that we hadn't seen in some of the teasers before. And... um you know, I think I think the film looks really good as far as the trailer goes. I think it's going to be beautiful watching that on the big screen. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: We finally really get a glimpse of the broader world that this story is going to take place in, and the planet that it takes place on, uh, which is called Jedha. Most of this movie, it 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 appears is going to be focusing on the sort of ground level. More military minded operations that were taking place during the rebellion as opposed to all the the dog fights and the big space battles and stuff yeah there certainly seems to be a fair amount of that in store for us too though
1: now do you think it's going to mostly focus on the new characters that they're introducing and like we're going to kind of be left wondering most of the movie well, what's going on with everybody else
0: yeah this this movie is the it's the basically the the official backstory of uh Uh, of what happens at the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, Uh, This is the- How the
2: rebellion gets the Death Star plans and figures out its weak point so that Luke can destroy it.
0: Exactly. And now like the Death
1: Star is looking like ultra badass. Oh yeah. It's (laughs) It's like how can we
0: keep the same feel but make it even cooler. What they did with the Death Star that was awesome is they put it in 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 location context in the mm-hmm. in a lot of the footage you see it hovering over a planet. Yeah. And the camera's coming down from behind it and it's so big that you and it's so close to the surface that you can see its shadow on the surface of the planet Jedha, which is and then they come it to this other shot where the Death Star is eclipsing the sun. And you're like, the evil! Oh my god, it's so it's so intense.
2: Is that an eclipse? Oh my god, it's the Death Star. And in the trailer, they're talking about a weapons test. So I'm wondering, I mean, uh, somewhat of a prediction here. I'm wondering if Jeddah is the first place where they actually officially test the Death Star and and use it.
0: If 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 they don't actually do it, it certainly might be their attempt because. there's an article that that dropped in Entertainment Weekly talking about Jedha as and and the possible significance of it. Apparently, this is this is at a time when the when the the, the Jedi as a as a as a group uh, are, have all but be- have become all but extinct in the consciousness of the people of the galaxy. Right, they're kind of a distant memory it's at like this Latin. point. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Latin. Like
0: only like a select few really even speak it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and jedha is this like holy planet to to the jedi it's a place of significance and what they're suggesting uh in this entertainment weekly article is that it might be a source of the crystals that are used to create lightsabers oh. which is what makes it very which is which is that's the thing right
1: that would explain why the dude came out with a stick though he's just like i don't need no lightsaber i'm old school
0: jedi <laughs> oh yeah donnie when donnie n dropped out Oh it was that, beautiful Oh
1: my god I want to like just watch that on a repeat When I go to bed tonight <laughs> Have Star Wars dreams yeah, Now I can I address the fact that Wait who's, who's this new Han Solo-y dude That has that, got like the It's got the very uh, blunt The blunt droid
0: Oh that's, um, that's Mads Mickelson. Yeah, and he's joining her on this mission. He's right. the one that brings her to the. It looks like I think he's the one that gets her to come see the rebels. I like. I, I like, like how super? his
1: droid is like kind of a hybrid between Chewie and C three PO. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of just like he's 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 taller, but he's kind of a dick. But he at least speaks English. You know, it's it's definitely kind of like an it's the newy Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm so big right now. Obviously.
0: <laughs> No, he's he's fantastic. Uh, he's a, a an imperial security droid that was liberated oh, cool. and reprogrammed to to serve uh, the captain of the ship that they're all on. Nice. nice, yeah. And that was that's one of the coolest parts of this is you finally get to see the rest of the cast a little more.
1: Yeah, I do like that.
0: They've been focusing in the early trailers very much on the the lead characters and uh not really giving you too much of the broader world but then they get to, you get to see some of the real action like the point when the one dude fucking shot the bazooka at the ad at oh my oh, god like, that was what? epic no it's dope this is this is a movie that the um the the director is is taking a lot of inspiration from classic war movies mm-hmm. and stuff to shoot this right so we're going to get a lot of this really epic ground combat guerrilla warfare you know kind of shit that's never really been seen in star wars before and, and i really I, excited, I
1: especially like that they're kind of i mean with the with the last one that came out and with this one and everything they're keeping true to the visual styling of the original trilogy where i feel kind of like you know that the the trilogy that really likes to be forgotten uh that came out <laughs> <like> in the <laughs> 90s i don't know what you're talking exactly about exactly that <laughs> one um you know like how that was kind of just like like a totally almost different
0: like everything, just, I
3: honestly never made it all the way through. Yeah, uh, I don't I, feel I fucking fell asleep. Yeah,
0: I never even bothered to watch the second and the third ones more than about twenty or thirty minutes into each, Whoa. and then I caught some scenes on YouTube later yeah. so that I can, fil- yeah. you know, so that I could talk about no, it. But- as far as I'm
1: concerned, it's just like whatever's coming out and the original ones that we grew up on. Uh, you know, and that was just kind of like that weird TV show offshoot that like <laughs> <the Hulk> failed.
0: <laughs> it's it's up there with the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, is yeah. one of those. It, it is. one of those things that we just we don't we don't discuss. Um, but yeah, go check it out. The well, actually, you know, yeah, I'm definitely gonna drop the the trailer in the show notes, uh, so that you guys can all uh see it from us too, and we can get some of that sweet sweet Star Wars traffic because we could really benefit from that
2: you know at the end of this trailer we did see <gasps> the we... baddest of the bads <laughs> oh, darth my... vader oh yeah what's up with that
0: i squealed <laughs> when that happened like a little girl so like sure. a little girl i is kylo gonna just be like
1: whatever i'm, I'm coming back as my grandpa <laughs> 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 fuck that other mask didn't work out time to bust out the old school
0: no, this is the this is the real deal Darth Vader yeah he really a he is a Feature in this film I've been Resurrected <sighs> No he's still he's still alive at This point because this is before He's killed so this is this is Before the very first Star Wars Movie right when they're stealing The Death Star plans for the first Time so that they can so that Luke Can go blow it up in the first Movie yeah. They came out in the they came out in the seventies, right?
1: Are they doing like the Quentin Tarantino thing then, where they're switching up timelines? I'm so confused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you really are baked. Uh, <laughs> so no, this is what they're doing. It's it's basically a prequel movie to A New Hope, which was Star Wars four. Okay. So it takes I, place between three and four. It's three. Uh, uh, it's three and a half. All yeah, right. It's three and a half. All right. And and it's and it's it's the story of of the Rebel forces. Getting the Death Star plans so that by the time New Hope hits, the one that came out in the seventies, yeah. they have the plans and they're able to blow up the first Death
1: Star. I used to buy comic books like that that were like yeah. kind of like here's what happened between
0: movies, you know? Right? Like, oh man, there exactly. were comic oh, books. Yeah. There were So uh, they so, used oh, to man, do they... like issue one half. Of comic yeah, books yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. I remember that They used to do yeah, These half issues Where it was just A little bit of filler You get like a Instead of a 30 page comic You get a 15 page yeah. comic And uh, it's just a little blurb Of Kevin
1: something Kevin Smith even did that For the movie Clerks uh, They have that whole Funeral scene in a comic book It's pretty
0: funny oh, Yeah when yeah. I mean, they go to the It's <laughs> I great I read that Because
2: <laughs> they only Allude to it In the, in the film when <laughs> so. and,
0: and for those of you Who don't uh, Who don't recall They didn't show him In this one But it's been confirmed That uh, we are also going to get a glimpse of Han Solo so, in this movie. Uh, yeah, all yeah. yeah. right. the new Han Solo has been cast. Uh, it's a guy named Alden Ehrenreich, and he will apparently be making an appearance in this movie. I don't know if Wait, they're going to drop it. Google him this in.
1: guy and see how much he looks like Harrison Ford. What's yeah, heck, look him what's
0: up. up. I don't, Alden, what? Alden, A L D E N, Ehrenreich. Just g- Google will fix it for you. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> We trust you, Google. I don't know if they're going to drop him in future trailers or not. I'm just going to be like, I'm sure they uh, will. I don't know. I could, I could see them withholding him because it's kind of, because it is kind of a big deal and Rogue One is already kind of a big deal. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. We'll see. We might. Mm, I'm at looking the very at side end by side, right? They'll yeah. come
3: in From a wide shot And he'll turn around And just look at you And that's <sighs> all you'll get I don't know What yeah. do you guys think <laughs> nice. like, It's like they did With Vader just At the very like, end Of yeah. this
0: trailer You just see The back the of back Vader's of helmet. At the very end Of, yeah. of
3: like the first, The newest Star Wars movie With Luke Like just for doesn't even say anything that's all oh, you god, can, that was, every time that just was slap in the shit. face every time <laughs> i don't know what
1: do you guys think that's a, we got a side by side image right here of the new han solo versus the han solo from the original 1977 film he's got the scowl he's definitely got the scowl down i mean we'll we'll have to see how he sounds and, yeah. and
0: there's more and to like it that. than just a yeah. face oh, yeah. So. yeah yeah exactly as long so, as he but, shoots
2: first <laughs> <laughs> god damn right <laughs>
0: To stay clued into what's happening behind the scenes at Face for Radio, check out our Facebook group, The Island of Misfit Nerds, or follow Ecoplex Media on Twitter. While we're on the air, feel free to give us a call anytime at the Echoplex hotline, 408-883-PLEX. That's 408-883-7539. If we don't pick up, leave us a voicemail. The best ones get played on future broadcasts. Face for Radio is live every Thursday from 9 to midnight Pacific, only on EcoplexMedia.com. Talk to you soon. I had three cocktails, took a dab, smoked a cigarette, watched the Star Wars trailer, and then my head exploded. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget that fat ass joint Wait, that we w- smoked right uh, when we started. But yeah, we all went and saw Suicide Squad last week. Okay, before, <laughs> before anybody
1: like gives any like opinions, what's everybody's just like, I don't know, like, number out of 10. I'm curious. Well,
3: what's a one and what's a 10? One, one is-, is
1: like, what the fuck were they thinking? And 10 was like, holy that shit, I want to see it again. Yeah. Right. Who's going to go first?
2: Like, a uh, three or four. Oh.
1: <laughs> All right, she's getting it, she's getting it started. I
4: I was cruel. Uh, I was not forgiving. Uh, can I? Do I have to give it in integers? <laughs> I... Mm-hmm. I mean, I <laughs> if I could come up with like another way to do Cause it. Because I want to yeah. give it like a 7.76. Okay, no, oh, that's totally cool. It, was, that's cool. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah.
1: I was going to give it around a 7.5 out of 10, so yeah. yeah.
0: Viking.
2: The Viking gives it a 6. Okay.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, I got a 6 out of 10.
2: All
3: right. It was... I am a mean bitch, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah okay. why, why did
0: Every you- Every group has one. It's wh- okay. Why did you <laughs> rate it so low?
3: Honestly, I think part of it was expectations here, and then what I got was down here,
0: and I was just like,
3: "Fuck you, <laughs> I'm leaving."
0: Well, what did I you... didn't
3: leave. I watched it all, but still.
0: Yeah. Well, what like uh, like be more specific? Like, what did you? Oh, okay.
3: Well, I just, I, I mean, oh god, there's just so much to go. Sc- you just asked me to answer a really big question. Yeah. <laughs> what do well, I go first? What was
0: the thing that? What was the specific thing that you liked the least?
3: ok, I'm going to start on the other end because it's easier. I liked the music in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, like, come on, Harley Quinn's such a fun character. And, like, honestly, i I almost liked the trailers more than the movies mm-hmm. or the movie. I get that like, it just gave me a different vibe, and I was really excited for that movie. And then, when I got there, I was like, what? What is this? They didn't even take, like <sighs> she wasn't as crazy as I was hoping she would be. They cut a lot of the scenes that I was, or like tweaked them in ways that I was like, that was weird. Um, and like, I wasn't interested in most of the characters. It felt really forced. That stupid fucking mannequin scene, you're just like, Will, keep walking.
1: <laughs>
3: I just, uh, the, the bad guy was like, eh, I didn't really care. Yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was really excited for this movie, people. I really was. Like In the months coming up to it, I was like, fuck yes, this is gonna be so much fun. And then they let me down.
0: Yeah, it really fell apart in the telling. It did the bad, fir-
3: like editing and.
4: Uh, what? It's uh, what was what was a uh, um uh what's her what's her magical name? Um, the enchantress? enchantress. Yeah, the enchantress. Uh, like I'll agree that a lot of her shots were like bland as fuck. Weird, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, right. well, it and was like, like, they, like they they wanted to emphasize that, and they totally did that for her. I totally agree. But I mean, that was like uh, what do you call it? Uh. Antithesis to the June Moon character, which is the one they wanted you to care about because Rick Flag was. But a she didn't. But I, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck about June. Nobody Because she's this like frightened little thing, and then they let the monster out, and it's like, oh, of course she's frightened. She's got a fucking monster living in her. No shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the villains weren't legitimately scary or threatening or anything like Not that. At all. It was, it was really disappointing. And yeah, most of the most of the side characters were. We're just kind of lame, too. This is very clearly designed to hype a couple of specific characters, namely Deadshot, Harley, and the Joker. Mm-hmm. And everybody else be damned. Like, they're all disposable. And, like, yeah, I mean, the best the best part of the movie was the first, like, 30 or 45 minutes. You know, all the introductions of the characters and stuff were yeah. really fun.
1: Now, how many of you guys saw the uh, Batman v Superman
0: movie? I think yes. we all did. Yeah.
4: I will admit I did not see it. I have it.
3: not I
0: seen still it yet. You're
1: good. Um, so, you don't have see, to.
2: See the long version. It yeah. makes a little more sense than the short version. Yeah. So, Randall, your, your take on Suicide Squad, I mean, what, what your high and low points.
0: What I saw is that it fell prey to a lot of the same problems that Batman v Superman did in terms of direction, in terms of editing specifically, oh, and oh, how oh. you use editing as a storytelling vehicle, yeah. and how much plot you're trying to cram into one story Th- this was what they were trying to do. And it's not a surprise. I, I have I have a little bit of sympathy for, for DC and for Warner Brothers in the fact that producing Suicide Squad was going on simultaneously while Batman v Superman was being conducted.
1: And they made a lot of revisions. because and they had to make a lot of really drastic response, ones. Yeah.
0: yeah, there was a huge shift in direction that needed to take place between the two and it had to happen fast. And so they kind of did the best they could with what they had to work with because when you're that late in production on an, on a on on something of this scale making any kind of major major shifts is next to impossible without risking just like bombing the whole movie so
1: i'm really curious to see though like the director's cut or the unedited version because yeah. i'd imagine that it'd be pretty bad hopefully
4: it'll
3: be a little bit you'll yeah. get to like some of the, it just like it didn't give you enough yeah. of any of the characters to make them like them, make you like them, and then Agreed. I don't know, even I, the yeah.
0: ones that you're supposed to like.
4: Yeah, I, I, think, I think there was it was one part fan service, one part like trying to pull new people into the franchise. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the whole uh, Will Smith and the Deadshot. Uh, there were a lot swing. of different agendas yeah, yeah. going on. Yeah. There totally. were, they needed
3: to have to focus, and they did not. That, <laughs>
4: that said, I still like that guy, and he fucking killed that part. I want to see more of him as uh, 70s pimp. Uh, Floyd Lawton oh, he looks oh, yeah. so good right? in that outfit dude <laughs> that was no was that like great. Will <laughs> looks like straight good like
1: Lord. Reverend Run from like Run DMC or something like walking <laughs> with that big ass hat <laughs> and in that coat uh, oh, dude immaculate I, I I can't no can we talk about the elephant in the room aka the Joker yeah what, I, it wasn't
4: a Joker movie what's your problem man I don't
1: I, I have such That's, mixed problems. a very
2: important okay, person well, I have such mixed and, feelings it's like, like your thoughts
1: part of me thinks like all right, cool. He's kind of like, he's got like a lot of similarities with your modern day gangster. I know that like one of the comic book renditions, he's very similar to that whole like version of the Joker, you know? And so in that ways, I kind of like it, but then at the same time, it's like, I grew up on like Nichols and then, you know, we came from having a dude who had scars on his face in the last fucking Joker movie. I mean, you know, this one's just, Hey, look at me. I got a tattoo on my hand. He's got those gold teeth and shit. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. He looked gangster as fuck. And mm-hmm. like, you know, if he was to like approach me and put a knife up to my throat, I'd probably be a little bit worried. But uh <laughs> just a little. I mean,
0: I'd feel the same way if like Steve were to do that, too, though. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, to me, I, I, I really enjoyed Jared Little's performance as the Joker, but I didn't find him especially threatening. As the Joker, which is, which is something that with every other iteration, you're like legit, you're legit scared of the guy. Yeah. Because he's, he's completely insane. And like, when you go from Heath Ledger's take to- He did so good. To this, I mean, he did, he set the bar so fucking high.
3: Honestly, like I, I grew up with fucking Jack Nicholson, who- always fucking terrified but me it was
4: <laughs> yeah. like jack jack nicholson was the caesar romero joker on cocaine i know like, basically, and yeah. it was great <laughs> he did a great job and he so like it. that's the one i grew up and, with and, and so it was like
3: when Heath ledger was, was given that role <laughs> and you're and just like, like, well, like i don't uh, know uh, man uh, let's see uh, and then he did yeah. an awesome job do- job and you're just like shit well done we have come to expect we have a certain level of expectation with jokers yes. we do and honestly i was excited for this one this is one of those instances where like watching the trailer i was like This guy kind of looks insane. I'm down with this. And this is so nitpicky, I know. But at the same time, like from the trailer, they cut a couple of his key like lines or changed the shot, which I know it's a little thing. But at the same time, it didn't ring right. And I had really enjoyed the kind of like quirky given it. And he fell flat. I noticed it instantly. It happens like two or three times in the movie where they like cut one of his like, I can't wait to show you my toys. Yeah. Not in the movie. Was it was cut. And I'm, the like. Oh, oh I'm yeah. not gonna hurt. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you real, real bad. I they, they used... changed it. Yeah, it was a different shot, and it he was. had a different inflection, and yeah. like he wasn't he as frightening. It was a pulled back shot as opposed to that. Like you're like, actually underneath him, looking at his fucking scary ass face. He's about up. to like yeah. shock your brain. Oh, I was excited was tr- for that story. I was mm-hmm. excited for that vein of the like, and I just got disappointed. Like
2: man, for me the the film fell short on plot. I felt that the plot was very yep. contrived, very convenient. The second and she was even, in those goddamn hair curlers, I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dare you? Wait, hair curlers.
3: Oh, in Harley Quinn's flash, to when she's like, normal. He married me. Oh, Fuck you. Oh, oh, yeah. the How dare scene. you? That was never. <laughs> she should have been a creepy, weird all. like like they should have been king and queen on a mountain of dead bodies or some fucking shit but like you put her you gave her babies fuck you no, that, that, that was
4: that was the summer blockbuster poking through that was that's the studio, studio influence on, mm-hmm. on like that summer blockbuster
2: probably little stuff like that fell short for me obviously no sympathy to any of the characters i was just like nah this this i just really don't right? care if y- any of you die there there are ways to make character films. We have seen this that actually have decent plot, plot that makes sense to what the characters are going through. Mm. And in this film it was terrible, the plot they lacked focus. It it was completely, you know, it, and and the film was anticlimactic. They they go and they fight and they fight and then they go to the bar. And then they go and they fight and they fight and they fight. I felt it was very anticlimactic, but you know, the, the only salvation and the reason why I gave this film a 6 out of 10 for me in this film was Harley Quinn oh I, yeah she
1: stole really, the show yeah I think uh and I don't know if you guys saw that other movie Focus that those two did together. But I mean they definitely have a good on screen chemistry or whatever mm-hmm. you very, want to it. Oh her and Leto did it with
4: the uh, other one? Yeah, no, they uh, her and oh, okay. Will Smith. Uh they, oh, Will Smith. they play con artists. Pretty mm-hmm. good oh, pretty see, good it, flick, huh? yeah. Well Let's and her
0: and, and her and Jared Leto had really good yeah. chemistry as yeah. well. They found them I did find them very believable <laughs> as <laughs> see, there, there we go. Is. That's what we were looking for. <laughs> Score two. Mm. I know we need our Olympic cards (laughs) (laughs) so we can rate that properly (laughs) yeah no I found uh, I found Jared Leto and Margot Robbie really believable as Harley (sighs) and the Joker their chemistry was great and it was really fun but I think that speaking to what Christine said about the plot I think that the plot had they done more of a complete Joker story with some more exposition well, of him and whatnot? They're planning on a
1: movie like that. They're planning on having like a fully Joker-themed movie, I guess. No,
4: it, it, the Batman movie is going to be a Joker movie, oh. uh, but you you're going to have the payoff's going to be in like three or four years. You've got to slog through the rest of the DC buildup. You, this oh was God. the tease of Joker. You've mm. got to you've got to pay in for a couple of years before <laughs> they're going to make that movie. Somebody over in the DC universe, once like Disney made that sale, is just like fuck.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> Warner Brothers is like. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, they 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 fucked it up in 2004. They could have yeah. they could have started this shit in 2004 when they rebooted Superman, but no, they fucked that shit up too. Oh man, that was. Awful. The problem.
0: The problem with DC is that now at this point they're scrambling to play catch up, and that was kind of the whole plan with Batman v Superman and then with Suicide Squad is they were going to do these big grand introductions of all of your heroes and yeah. then of all of your villains in two movies, and you just can't. No. And the and the saddest part to me is. I honestly don't believe That they had to do that No The no. fan service If they no. did each one of them right And just took their time Like Marvel did I mean better late than never But at least you're At the fucking party We'll see Right Make a make a proper entrance well, Let's I think... get these like Bits and pieces Like Marvel does Tease it out I don't need Justice League In 2017 I would have waited till fucking
2: 2022 It's fine <laughs> homie Let's <laughs> do anything Fuck it No nerd Nerd for life son And yeah. DC's
0: my wheelhouse Like I've never been A big Marvel fan But I've always been A big DC fan So like dc probably had a
1: chance to really like strike and make you know because they were going dark now marvel's finally like hey you know what people like dark depressing shit like people like to be scared okay like let's go that route and so now marvel's already kind of there and yeah dc is just sort of playing catch up which sucks because dc has always kind of been my my go-to by the time you time is roger rabbit and it's mostly who framed roger rabbit and it's mostly not just because of like you know the movie itself but because of the process that went into making it. everything in that movie every animation you see was hand drawn like everything there was hand drawn and then put onto film in layers to give it that 3d effect they're doing something back then in the late 80s that we're still struggling to do in some movies today but this uh so this this game is in that same like Tex Avery nineteen thirties style. Like Tex Avery, if you don't know, uh like you remember the movie The Mask, like Tex Avery cartoons were like the ones that he was watching and when he's like with perv- the wolf yeah, and that like the, with that the pervy wolf. saucy redhead. Exactly. And like Popeye style and all that sort of mm-hmm. crazy trippy okay, shit.
3: So when I was but- growing up, I did not have a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. But we had a shitload of VHS tapes. That's right, kids. VHS tapes. Look it up. <laughs> Those are a <the> thing. <laughs> I still have some. Oh I so, so I had this money. like golden box of classic cartoons. It was all like the first Superman cartoons and then like Betty Boop and Casper the Friendly Ghost and Felix the Cat and like early like early Warner Brothers and like Daffy Duck back when he was actually insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I loved that shit. So this totally appealed to me on again a nostalgic Ooh, this is a very nostalgic episode for me. Where it's just like, they took all my favorite like kid cartoons, and made it so you can actually see what's going on, because yeah. at that point, VHS tapes degrade children. Anyway, and you could, <laughs> like, they were just, it just looks so much fun. And it's so, like, slapstick and wiggly armed, yeah. ridiculous goodness. It's
0: that classic 1930s <sighs> feel. And well, one of the-
1: so they even, uh, it says here, like, they even, uh, everything that you're seeing in, in the game was all cell animated and hand drawn, hand inked, <laughs> watercolored backgrounds. Um they have like original jazz recordings and stuff like that for the music. It's this is if you haven't seen the trailer,
0: Google it. It's gonna be on the Xbox One and I believe on the PS four. Uh so look for that. It comes out sometime or sometime next year, I believe, or it might be out just in time for Christmas. But well, the says a- coming it's in nineteen thirty six. Oh yeah, Plus Plus 80 years. 80 years. Plus Speaking of fundamental aspects of all of our childhoods, it's been recently announced that the entire archive of Nintendo Power magazine is now available online. I'm re-watching read. the video right now. It's so cool. Yeah, I, boner. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I added. There's 145 issues in total, and I think I I probably read 70 of them as they were published. So I, wow.
1: I used to borrow mine from the library because my parents were cheap and would never like get, let me get ma- magazine subscriptions. So I would just take, like, the last month's copy from the library and get it for, like, a week or two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a prescription either, but my cousin did. And so every time I would go to his house on family gatherings, he would always have a ton of back issues floating around. And then they would just give them to me. And then I would go and absorb them completely and then go own everybody in my town on video games. My cousin lived in, in, uh, in Dublin. Uh, like li- in the, near, near... Ireland
1: or, like, the, 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 the crappy Dublin, one? Dublin, California, yeah, the, cra- okay. the crappy
0: Dublin. <laughs> We used to play a ton of video games together. That was the only place I really got to play video games because I didn't have a system either.
3: I did not grow up with a system. I lived in the sticks.
2: See, I had an original Nintendo NES system when they first came out, but I never knew about the magazine, and it's just probably because my parents never got it for me.
1: See, I I had friends with Nintendos, and then I got all my... My cousin, he was like, he, he, his parents were divorced so he got like kind of spoiled on both ends right we all <laughs> had the rich friends. Right? but I'd always get his hand me down. so like once Ian's Sega House. Genesis came out I got his Nintendo yeah you know? and like once once uh, like you know once another system came out I'd get the last one you know so I was always like behind but I knew what was up because I'd play on all my friends shit like right I lived in a very odd area where it's like there's like you know you're you're over in like apartments on one end and then there's like Saratoga like big ass homes on like the other side of the expressway so it was it was cool. Like I had a lot of friends that had big TVs and shit that I would never have, but I definitely knew it was up with like video games and all that and I'd get everybody's hand me downs. So it was cool.
0: I just remember all the time when I was a kid going to uh the the store called Home Express. Uh, in the Fremont Hub, it was like a Bed Bath Beyond kind of a store, <laughs> uh, but they sold they sold video game systems, and I would go there and I would play their Sega Genesis, and I would play their Turbo their Turbo sixteen. Oh, I remember the TurboGrafx- and like when my like when my mom would go shopping and shit, and that was the only time I ever really got to play video games if I was anywhere else or like a Target.
1: Did, <laughs> did anybody grow up um, around Campbell? You grew up around Campbell, yeah.
0: Did you ever go to Video Maniacs? But
1: yes, over near where. So over, if you're from Campbell. If you grew up around here, you might remember this little place called Video Maniacs. It was a video rental spot, but they'd have like free popcorn and you could go and you could go and basically like you'd pay quarters, but you could play on like Segas and Nintendos and Super Nintendos and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it was really cool. It was kind of re- replaced the arcade for like a lot of a lot of us uh, like little hooligans. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> um, cool. But it was it was a great little place.
2: And now it's gone.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a nostalgic episode. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> this,
2: this whole drink beer. back in my day.
4: Go drink a beer when this show's <laughs>
2: done.
0: This episode is our childhood. <laughs> um, can we talk about the fact on. that the? Uh, can we talk about the fact that the fucking Scotland Yard was keeping tabs on Trekkies in the build-up to Y2K and how fucking absolutely retarded it is that you would think that these nerds could start right? a Oh, that Gene Roddenberry, he's gonna start a cult, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on those Trekkies. Oh, this shit is this shit is ridiculous and they were keeping a fi- uh a tabs on x-files fans too according to this article from the telegraph oh, oh they're like a crazy yeah. american show
2: i must be on that list oh I'm, yeah, I'm sure
0: i'm sure you probably i'm sure you probably are yeah can you just imagine like the fb you know like the secret service or, the, or or you know scotland yard cops infiltrating like a star trek convention and looking for looking for doomsday terrorists what did they
3: think was going to happen? <laughs>
1: It is no coincidence this occurred around 1997, which was the 50th anniversary of the birth of the UFOs and the Roswells. you remember all that shit? Oh, uh, yeah. Right? like They had like the uh, alien autopsy. Is that what they that were was, afraid of? That was, of? What, oh, that was yeah. what year ago? 97. 97.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's when Clinton was in office, and I remember hey. he actually, on the anniversary of, 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 Arief, of Roswell, I'm gonna release he records. released all the papers <laughs> again and <laughs> yeah, just put them out there for everybody. Don't my know, wife in 20 years. It was a weather <laughs> balloon
2: <laughs>
0: I did not have sex with that Martian Depends
1: on what your like, uh, <laughs> Your definition of the word
2: is Is <laughs> Oh <laughs> man Oh I could totally see Bill Clinton getting blowjobs From aliens uh, in the White House <laughs> I can't wait for Hillary Clinton Again. to get
1: Cunnilingus from Monica Lewinsky's son
2: Oh
3: Oh, oh, okay. no?
0: oh my god no? Too soon Okay Help support all the great work we're doing at Echoplex Media by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash echoplex. For other ways to support us, please visit the support tab at echoplexmedia.com, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or share your favorite Echoplex Media shows on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for your support. All right, well, hey, folks, we're out of time we're going to go ahead and you a fond ado thank you again so much for listening if you liked what you've heard you can check out our podcast on Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play Podcasts, or at our website at complexmedia.com you'll find also all the links to the sources in the show for the show notes for this program fucking shout out to my shout out to my lovely lovely panel tonight Um, fucking big Big ups to Chip Deville for stepping in hey, tonight. thanks for and, having me, man. This is a blast. Being my being my stunt hetero life mate Hell for the yeah. evening. <laughs> stunt uh, cock. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Chip Chip Deville, the stunt cock. You do have a porn star name, I gotta yeah. say. Thank Wait a minute. Did.
2: Where's the fluffer? We don't have a fluffer. Steve hey, O'Keefe. he's <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: As he flips us off <laughs> from the couch. <laughs> <laughs> And also, you know, joining us tonight, the lovely Sarah Monster. Thank you so much for being here. Always
3: a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Had some yeah. things I was really excited to get to talk about today, so it was super fun.
0: Absolutely. And then we got the Viking, once again, driving the ship for the second half of the program and doing a tremendous job. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Metal salute. Okay, mm-hmm. Metal Captain. salute. Yeah. Horns up.
2: And then, and then, of course, we have the fabulous Randall Aubrey. <gasps>
0: Yay! Well, who, me?
2: <laughs> yes, you! Uh,
0: you want to give us some music to get on out of here? With?
2: Yeah, sure. I got something queued up. Yeah. Uh... Uh, this is Geeks Don't Care By Phil Johnson And the Roadside Attraction Fuck yeah. yes,
1: yes.
0: You don't have to be anorexic Like a teenage pop star And it's totally cool If you've got some scars If you want to be sure That you'll wed Play the Imperial March When it comes to bed He'll be the world's most faithful suitor When he sees the tattoo of Captain Kirk on your hooters With the geek by your side